Hey, buddy. What? Um, the name of the guy who wields the, the hammer. Jace. Jinx. You see what I did there? Oh, Do you God. see what I did no, there? That can, was brilliant. No, you it, gotta admit that was an incredible. Can we just go on to the episode? Can we just? Can we just? <laughs> you're, such you're, a you're, you're so. Everybody wants to be my enemy. Oh come on, that's two in a row. to Geekology 101. My name is Joshua. And I'm Diego. And you are now tuned in to Geeky Conversations Between a Father and Son. Where we break down geekdom to a science. And today we are talking about, I think it's my favorite thing on Netflix. No doubt. Arcane League of Legends. Now, no, no. Before you get mad, before you get mad and say, oh, we're late. Yeah, we are. I was earlier. This man that's sitting true. in front of me is really late. Yeah, technically, I'm the one that's late because Joshua has been telling me for like the last, I don't know how long, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. You got to watch this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe one day I'll get to it. And then I watch it and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. So here we are. Now, mind, mind you, we are not. League of Legends fans. Yeah, not at all. I've never played League of Legends in my life. I've never even seen anybody play League of Legends. Right. Like, I heard somebody describe in a podcast that League of Legends game was, like, the most intricate trailer for this series. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, man. uh, And that's one of the greatest testaments, I think, to this series, that somebody coming in like me... Or you, for that matter. Coming mm-hmm. in with, like, zero knowledge of that entire game, the world that the game is set in, can enjoy the heck out of the series. And, like, because it's introducing you. It does such a great job at introducing you to the whole world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and talk about that. Now, before we talk about um, the story itself and our reaction to the story, like, what we loved about it, um, we're going to do a bit of news. But it's news about our game. News and Arcane. Alright, so this is actually more like facts, but it, there is some kind of news. Um, Alright, so, so first, this show took six years to make. Yeah. Yeah, six years. About. Right. As a matter of fact, the maker of the, sh- the makers of the show, when they tweeted out that um, season two was going to be a thing, they they started off that that announcement, that tweet, by saying the good news is that you're not <laughs> going to have to wait six years for the game to, for the next season to be made. The bad news is that it's not going to come out in 2022. Uh, so uh, yeah, six Hello. years to make. That's crazy. So I'm guessing that like the fans of this game were waiting for years and years and years. And, like, hoping that this thing was actually going to happen. Yeah. But I got to be honest. I don't think there's ever been something that was, like, worth the wait. (laughs) For real. Well worth it. Um, So when this thing premiered, it premiered on the number one spot globally on Netflix. When it came out, it was already in the number one spot. When it premiered. I mean, yeah. And it it (laughs) held that spot for three weeks. That's not easy. I mean, that's, like... Tiger King level. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah, I mean, it's nowhere near Tiger King. Yeah, Tiger King's much better than this. Oh, heck So much more no. action. No. Tiger King Yo, is a, dog water trash dude, straight bad. Dude, a, a, a tiger ate, like, a, a chick's arm, basically, on live Netflix. Tiger King is dog water trash. <laughs> it's bad. It's literally so dogged. It's weak. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so the, this thing held the number one spot for three weeks in a row. Like, that's how good it is. And um, Rotten Tomatoes. 100. Yeah. Wait, actually? Yeah. <laughs> to this day. It's still 100. 100% from critics. Critics? From critics. No way. No. The people who, like, trash everything. The, the people who probably gave No Way Home, like, a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 100% from critics, and for some reason, 96% from fans. But like, me. who? <laughs> right? Who oh, said? I don't know. Who is out there that didn't like this thing? I have no clue. But uh, that's an incredible score on Rotten Tomatoes. 100% from critics, 96% from fans. And again, that is as of right now. 
what is it, May 9th or whatever that we're recording this. Mm-hmm. So it's maintained that incredibly high score this entire time since it premiered on November 2021. All right. This thing won all the awards. Yeah. Seriously, it won nine awards at the Annie Awards, which are animation awards mm. uh, for the 2021 for what? year. It won Best Writing, mm-hmm. Best Voice Acting. I can see, yeah. Best Character Design. I can see all of those. Best Character Animation. Yes. Best TV Media General Audience. Yes. Best Production Design. Yes. Best Storyboarding. Yes. Best Direction. Yes. And Best Effects. Be- yes. Best Effects. All of those I agree with. Right? Like, come on, man. It really, really deserved all of those things. They, they should just give it another... They should just make it 10, and just and the 10th one is just best. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it really does deserve all those awards. It, it, it's so incredible, man. Um, the music. I wonder, how, I wonder what the music has won for. I forgot to search for that. It's probably in, like... Wait, are... I mean, Enemy has to be... Yeah. Some it has to have won some kind That's of like Grammy, Grammy, right? Yeah. Must have been. I'm gonna check that up. But it's, it's probably gonna it's probably like um best song in a like TV in a series. Show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It might dude, it must have won. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. This thing this song's still like a phenomenon. Um and then uh so about the sequel, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's waiting for the sequel. They haven't announced a set date yet, but it looks like spring of twenty twenty three is the most likely time frame that we could get the, uh, not the sequel, but uh, season two. Really? That yeah. seems like a really short amount of time to make something that big. It does, but my guess is that this thing was already given mm. the green light. Like, I'm pretty sure once you show the, you know, owners, the, the top, the bosses at Netflix, once you showed them, like, the first ten minutes of the first episode, they're <laughs> like, how many seasons you want? <laughs> For real. I mean, come on. It's like unlike any animation that we've seen ever. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Bro, Riot. I mean, shout out to Riot. Like, this thing has, like, gotten us hooked on this show. Well, it's not just Riot. Really, the shout out has to go to Fertiche Production. They're the animation studio that created it. Mm. I mean, in collaboration with Riot, obviously. As a matter of fact, it's been Riot Games, the makers of League of Legends, and Fortiche Production that have collaborated on all like the animatics for the game mm, for well, many really? years. Yeah. So like Fortiche, it's pretty cool, really, that story. The fact that they got to go from making videos for the game to, to like making... making this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a big upgrade. <clears throat> um here's the latest about this. So about that relationship between Riot Games and Fortiche Studio production. Uh, so the animation studio has received a new equity investment from Riot Games. Mm-hmm. That means that they bought a whole bunch of stock for that company, for yeah. Fortiche. It's not a controlling stock, meaning that <clears throat> it's not like they're kind of like owning the mm-hmm. thing now, but it's enough. That it got two people from Riot Games a seat on, at the board of directors table. Oh, really? For Fortiche Studios, yeah. Uh, Brian Wright, the chief content officer at Riot, and Brendan Mulligan, director of corporate development at Riot, are sitting in Fortiche's board of directors. How do you feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the point I think there is that they're deepening the relationship right yeah and it wouldn't surprise me if at some point riot bought them mm-hmm. you know and they became kind of one entity mm-hmm. riot for Tish. i guess yeah Riotish. they need to do something with that name for is not the most the simplest thing what does to... that even mean what even is that i i'm not sure i think it's french really yeah i stink you do Oh, wow. You gotta put that out live on the podcast? No, you don't, you don't, you don't. That, that's messed up, man. You don't, you don't. But you do. Uh, okay. <laughs> this guy never baits. Um, no, seriously, help me send help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? So, um, yeah, this thing is uh, is phenomenal, man. I mean, we were talking a lot about how the relationship between the animation and the music 
is such an important part of the show, mm-hmm. right? And by the music, we mean um, yeah. <laughs> no, really everything. Yeah. Like the, all the music, it's um, it's very well used in the show. I really like "Welcome to the Playground." Yeah. Welcome to the playground. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was, I was mentioning that it would be really cool, like, for something to be created that went multimedia, mm-hmm. like that that kind of crossed over into multiple forms of media. Yeah. And this kind of does that. You know, you've got the game part of it. Uh, you've got the animation, the animated series, and you've got that incredible soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That like crosses that barrier of being like the intro song to the series, but at the same time is like a radio hit. Imagine Dragons now officially exist in, anim- in animated form, as does GID. Yeah. JID. Um, did you just say GIT? I did. It was a moment of confusion, of confusion. So, uh, yeah, it's really cool. Like that entire crossover of different mediums, I think, is, is really neat. The only thing that I wish is that the game was cooler i mean really i know that like a lot of people are like into that kind of game yeah like the the rpg like top view you know that kind of thing yeah but um i think they need i think they need to make a spin-off that is like third yes yeah just like an adventure game man Mm -hmm. yo could you imagine like exploring that entire world yeah oh my god uh, so this game is actually like the what we see in arcane is really just um piltover piltover and zon and zon but then this thing is part of an entire world called runeterra yeah and runeterra has like a whole bunch of different places to it like a bunch of cities countries i don't know what to call them it's like a bunch of like continent type things right and uh, and there's characters everywhere. So like in League in League of Legends, there's characters that come from all over Runeterra, mm-hmm. different cities and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it's really cool. Like the the fact that there's an entire world to explore, and that it's been fleshed out for years in this League of Legends game. Mm-hmm. How many characters are there? I don't know. Like, <laughs> don't oh my know. god, it's massive. Um, so many established characters, established... I mean, it's an entire mythology, mm-hmm. you know? With regions and forms of technology and magic and, like, just crazy amounts of stuff that you can pull material from for years for a series. Yeah. A lot, there's, like, a <laughs> lot of stuff that you can use in this whole, like, overarching world. Yeah. Um, so, really cool, man. It's just the, the property overall is really neat. Yeah. I'm looking forward to season two. Um, curious to see if they're gonna take it at any point outside of Piltover and uh, Zon. and Zon. I really want to see uh, some other champions. Yeah. In the next season. Yes, yo, I would love to see like the what did they call them the 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 guys who like wielded the arcane power that we saw in the flashback in uh, Oh yeah, Jace's story. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Like that entire corner of the people who actually just wield the pure magic by itself. Yeah. Not mi- mixed into uh, technology. Hexech. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to chat about before we talk about the story itself? He's not a murderer. Well, I beg to differ. He's not a murderer. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how Victor is an absolute murderer. He's not. A, it, it's not his fault. When we come back, we're going to talk about Arcane, what we loved. What we loved even more, because I don't think we hated anything. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we're going to sing little bits of Enemy. Yeah. Because we're cool like that. And also because we don't care about copyright. We don't. We'll be right back. Buddy, you know when I drop you off at Taekwondo practice and I go walk while you're in there? Yeah. What I'm doing while you're doing Hadoukens and learning how to fatality people is listening to audiobooks. Really? Yes. That is one of my favorite pastimes, listening to audiobooks, and my app of choice is Audible, as is yours. It is. So what have you been listening to recently on Audible? I've been listening to Number the Stars. Right. And I think it's just a really, really interesting and cool World War II story. Mm-hmm. And it, like, explains how the people in Copenhagen saved the Jews right. by sending them to Sweden. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And wow. then they and then 
the Jews lived in Sweden for like years until the war ended. The events are real, but the characters are not. Well, on my end, I just finished recently the Alien 3 audiobook, mm -hmm. which is an adaptation of the original uh, script for the third Alien movie. And then I'm also about to finish the prequel book to The Batman. Oh, yeah. It's a story that tells you basically everything that happened before the events of the actual movie. And that's been pretty cool. I've gotten a lot of cool little cues uh, from that and you too can experience really cool stories whether it be from superheroes or from other corners of sci-fi or if you're into history or if you're into motivational type books you can head over to audibletrial.com slash g101 and get your first book on us it's a great way for you to support the show and get yourself a book in the process so remember that's audibletrial.com slash g101 And we're back and ready to talk about Arcane. So I think it, we should start right off the bat with a spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler. Yeah. Uh, anybody who hasn't seen Arcane, and, and and my guess is that some people haven't. Yeah. Uh, some people listening, because it's easy for you to, like I was doing, mm -hmm. to say, I'm not into this game. Why would I watch a series based yeah. on the game? But believe me when I tell you, uh, this is not one of those scenarios where... Mm -hmm. Well, like, you, it has to do, like, heavily with the story of the yeah, game. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is this is something different. This uh, animated series, I think, is truly going to go down as one of the best animated anythings uh, in history. It, because it, 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 it slaps. It's fantastic, man. Like, it hits different. The visuals, the music, the voice acting, the mechanics of the character, like, the way that they move, the way they fight, is it's unlike anything I've seen. So, highly, highly recommend that you... Do go and watch the series, and don't listen to this to the rest of this episode if you haven't seen the series because you don't want to get stuff spoiled. Like Josh has spoiled some stuff for me, and I almost disowned him. That is not true. Hit that spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! All right, so we're not going to talk in any specific order or anything like that. Um, let's start off by talking about like the main, wh what did you like about the story overall, all nine episodes? What was your favorite part of this particular story? My favorite part of the story was probably like the second arc. Mm -hmm. So like the, uh, fourth to six episodes. Yeah. I just really liked like the events that occurred and it kind of like set up like what the climax of the show would be. Okay. And, um... But, but hold on, wait. So the second arc, you're including the last three episodes too? No. Oh, okay. Just the the middle the, three episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, those those were really cool. I think one of the things that I like most about it is is like because you're 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 kind of like discovering now that you realize that there's time that's passed. Mm -hmm. You're discovering where these characters are now. Yeah. You know, after you saw them in the first three episodes, because like they were so much younger, some of them. Mm. Um, so like, for example, I knew that eventually they were going to show us Echo, but I, I kept waiting for that mm -hmm. and they made you wait for Echo. Yeah. He showed up pretty late into, did he even show up in those three episodes? I oh, he showed up at first when you see his gang fighting, yeah, uh, Jinx. uh, Jinx and like all the people that were there, like the, shipping. but then after that, they disappear for a long while. Yeah. You only hear about them like, oh, the firelight's this, the firelight's that. Oh, that's what they're called? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't catch that. But yeah, like, I kept on waiting for him uh, because I felt like he was, like, the only one that, that hadn't shown up and nothing. Like, he didn't show up until until further down the road. Um, but but he was pretty cool. Like, I I think one of my favorite things was, was seeing his evolution. Mm -hmm. Like, him going from this little kid who's, like, learning from the people around him. Um and like he knew how to move around in that underworld yeah. of, of uh, what was it called again? Uh, Zon. Zon. He knew how to move around there. Like he was, he reminded me sort of like, um, uh, who can I compare him to? Kind of like Aladdin. Aladdin. Bef <laughs> before the genie, you know how he was like he knew how to move around Agrabah. Mm. Like, he knew the ins and outs. It was like his playground in a way. Yeah. Welcome you know? to the playground. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked that. He was really cool. And then 
Um, I like the whole storyline of like Vander giving up his life of fighting for the sake of uh, giving these two girls some stability. Bro, no and one, safety. I feel like no one who watches this show, mm-hmm. like, even cares about Milo and Clagger. Like. I gotta be honest. I thought they were gonna survive that explosion at the end of episode three. Really? Yeah. I thought those guys were gonna be part of the, you know, the story moving forward. Mm. And instead, they ended up being, like, <laughs> creepy ghosts within Jinx's head. <laughs> yeah. And, like. Actually, is the, was that their actual bodies? Like their bones or something? Um, she that had she kept? Milo's body mm-hmm. and um, Clagger's goggles. Oh, his eyes, his goggles. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So that dude basically existed to give Jinx her goggles. Yeah. Like that was his sole purpose. <laughs> That's so sad. But also pretty good. I liked it. Um... Let me see what else from the story. And, and let's, we're not focusing yet on characters. We'll talk about characters in a minute because there's oh my god, the character development in this show is so. So are we just going to ignore the fact that you talked about Echo for like five minutes? I did talk. You're okay. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, all right, fine. Um, let me let me ask you this: which which city did you feel more drawn to? Uh, Zon. Are you sure? Because all you did was, like, talk about how great Victor and Jace were. Just like, the whole time while I was watching that thing. You were like, oh, Actually, Victor, yeah. my Piltover. love. <laughs> my beloved Victor. Piltover. Yeah, Piltover. Probably Piltover. Yeah, you were, like, really drawn to Piltover. I wasn't drawn to Piltover. Yes, I, you I, were. No, not I, just the characters that are in Piltover. That doesn't mean that I'm drawn to the city. I'm just drawn to the characters that are in Piltover. I'm just saying. See, but the thing is, but the fact is. Could, but the thing is, those characters couldn't have developed in the same way in but Zon. The, but the thing is, Victor is from Zon, so. Bro. He's that, from that's... Zon, but like in the same way that like Jay-Z was from Brooklyn. What? But he ain't from Brooklyn no more, bro. Jay-Z. The, but the, the rapper. I, I don't know. I'm saying he's like extremely rich and he lives very comfortable now. So, yeah. I, you know, he's like, like Jay-Z's first album was really, you know, from the streets. But from there on, yeah, not really. Are you not following this analogy at all? I, I kind of. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, okay. So, I definitely felt more drawn to, to Zon. I felt like no, but <laughs> the I, world was just interesting. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I like... Um, the characters mm-hmm. in Piltover, like Heimerdinger, Jace, Echo. I like the characters in Piltover more, but I like... Echo wasn't in Piltover. I never said Echo. You just said Echo. I said Heimerdinger. Someone and Echo. Oh, Heimerdinger, Jace, and Victor. Oh, okay. I, I'm drawn to those characters more that, and they are in Piltover. Mm-hmm. But as a city, I like Zon more. See that all right so we differ in that cuz I like the I prefer the characters and the city of Zon. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I I I just love like the grittiness of all that, mm-hmm. you know? Like it, I don't know, maybe it's like the Batman fan in me. It just reminds me of Gotham City in a way. <laughs> for real, like it has like criminals and vigilantes and I mean Jinx might as well be the Joker and Harley Quinn combined. Yeah, Jinx is like some something else. She's like a whole different. Let's mix let's up. talk about let's talk about that in a minute. Oh, she's so great. Um, okay, uh, so that's about the cities, right? Um, but but at the same time, I think that you can't really have a Zon without a Piltover. Yeah, you know because Zon owes a lot of its character to feeling oppressed by Piltover and reacting to that oppression. Yeah. Um. Okay, uh, talk about characters. Who would you say are your top three favorite characters? Oh, is it those three guys that you mentioned before? No, I mean, well, two of them. Okay, go okay. ahead. Um, okay, favorite character. Because you kept asking me for my favorite character. You're like, who's your favorite character? Who's your and, favorite you, character? and you were like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. It's really difficult to pick one person, but top three in no specific order, I could give you that. So okay. go ahead. 
Alright, alright. So, uh, favorite character, Victor. Love to see it. Okay, so Victor. Uh huh. Heimerdinger. Why Heimerdinger? Heimerdinger, he's so cute. He's smart. That's he's it? Cool. Just because he's cute? And he's smart and he's cool. I he he's He's fluffy. Yeah. He is fluffy. His pet is even fluffier. It is. What is his pet anyway? I don't know. Some kind of creature. Okay, so Victor Heimerdinger yeah. Echo. Okay, uh, I'll give you mine. And mine aren't necessarily in... Uh, order? Order. And I honestly haven't thought about them except for Jinx. Uh, so, uh, Jinx, Echo, and... Uh, man. And... I'm going to say... I'm going to say probably Caitlyn. Really? Yeah. No, because Gianna, she was hating on Caitlyn. She was like, oh my God, she's taking Bi away from me. Oh my God. I guess. <laughs> but no. All right. So now let's give our reason. So Heimerdinger for you is because he's cute. And he's smart and he's cool. <laughs> That's and he's true. Fluffy. Actually, yeah. Isn't he like the most like respected mind in the yeah. institute or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you had um, Victor. Victor. Why do you like Victor so much? I have a thing for like people who are like kind of like the weak people in the bunch. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I like like Michelangelo mm. and yeah. Right, and he's disabled. He has like some sort of disease that. Yeah. What is it that it causes? It's um, like he's just slowly deteriorating, right? He gets, like, right? lumbago? I don't know. Yeah. He kind of reminded me of the disease from that uh, Michael Morbius had in the Morbius movie. Mm, yeah. Him and uh, Milo. Oh, if I could tag a fourth along mm-hmm. to that list, it would be Soko. Who's Soko? Soko? Silko. Oh, Soko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you like him? Yeah. I mean... He's, I gotta say, he's I actually like a, a very... A... Like, a very three-dimensional villain. Like, he's not... He's not playing at all. Yeah, I like him as a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when he got introduced and all the way through Vander's death in episode three, quote-unquote death, um, he, Silco seemed to me a little one-dimensional, and then suddenly, like, I saw him kind of adopt Powder, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is different. What, what's that was name? a really surprising moment. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was her cool. name actually Powder? I would imagine. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm guessing this is a world where... Maybe their parents should have been killed. <laughs> I'm guessing this is a world where, you, you know, people have just, like, the, the monikers they give themselves are, are different. They're not... Well, like, her sister's name is regular. Violet. Right. That's a normal But then name. again, Violet's also a color, so... I don't know. Is it that different from a powder to a flower to a color? Not really. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, all right, so... Victor, because you you like you root for the underdog. Yeah, right? and also he's like he's coming back. He's and he's brilliant too. He's, he's very smart. brilliant. Yeah. Um, I well well you you kept on mentioning like oh he murdered that girl in cold blood, he did, but he was like genuinely sad about it. Yeah, murderers can get sad. Yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> um. All right, and then you had uh, Echo. Why yeah. Echo? Why do you like Echo? He's 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 dull. That's it. And he like he um yeah. yeah well, I went on for about Echo for like five minutes earlier, so you know why I like Echo. I, and I, also, he's kind of like an underdog too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think Echo is cool because he's like a child of Zon. You yeah. know, that's all he knows, right? He grew up there. That is that's his home. Also, I and like- so like aside from the fact that like I mentioned before, he the city is his playground. He also evolves with the city mm-hmm. you know again in a very batman type of way mm-hmm. or maybe more of um, uh, a jason todd or a dick grayson kind of way you know yeah. like they're kind of like part of that city and uh and they, they they're the dna of the city is intertwined and then they become these vigilante protectors yeah. of the city like uh, that's... i like i like his his gang yeah the firelights uh, their masks are cool because right. that's what the mask is. Oh boy! That's what the point of the mask. Did is. you know that you saw when he gets when he, you see the mask when he's a little kid? 
Yeah. You saw that? Yeah, the, I, like he probably like stole the mask from yeah. the shop. He went back to it when he was older. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. That's also the same mask that he used to like look. I think it's the same mask. Yeah, that that's what to... I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I just love the way that he represents the city. Like he, I feel like he is kind of like you know that spirit of the city, and I, I think that's really cool. Uh, you were gonna say something. Was I about Echo? No. No. I was just gonna say he's dope. Okay. Um, and then, uh, let's see, my other two. Uh, Caitlin. The reason why I like her, she's kind of like, um, she's kind of like a Mulan character. Mm-hmm. Not because she's Asian, but more because, like... She is? Caitlin? Yeah, isn't she Asian? I thought... Isn't, like, her mom Asian and stuff? Or am I imagining that? No. I mean, I know she they have, like, an English accent, but... I think you the know, an, the the characters looked Asian to me. Think, really? No, yeah, well, that's what so. I thought. Um, I could be wrong. I my know. list is really hard to make uh-huh. because, like, I like a lot of characters equally. Okay. So, like, my list is like highly interchangeable. Hey, man, whatever. I give you a chance to choose three. Um, the reason why I like Caitlyn is because, like, she is. She's like the most detective person in that entire. Uh, um what, what are these people called the enforcers yeah like she takes it seriously mm-hmm. and she takes herself a little too seriously at first but vi helps her kind of loosen up with that yeah um but i really love the fact that she is very much into it like you see her doing the whole string thing you know trying to like mm-hmm. figure out the mystery that she's trying to figure out man gianna would be so mad right now that we haven't even done none of us have mentioned vi yet <laughs> as a favorite character you know what i gotta be honest i feel like vi is the safe option you know like she's she's kind of like the glue that holds the story together yeah. in a way and she ends up being like the the connecting point between the two worlds in a, in a big way mm-hmm. but and don't get me wrong i do like her character's evolution but i feel like it was more of the same like mm-hmm. she was already tough she was already a survivor and then she just ended up becoming tougher and more of a survivor yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, okay, that's cool, I guess. But everybody else evolved, you know? Like, Caitlyn went from rich little girl to an expert marksman and a great detective. Can we just... Yeah. And she's, like, fighting against the current of the the enforcers, which is, like, very dominated by a certain kind of guy, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But she's proving herself based on her skill and her merit. Yeah. Um, same thing with Victor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Jace, for that matter. Yeah. Like, this guy is fighting a battle to show that technology and magic in this world don't have to live mutually exclusive of each other. Mm-hmm. You know? He's trying to create something that isn't there. He's like Elon Musk. He's like Steve Jobs. He's like... You know, a guy who is like trying Jeffrey to bring, Bezos. <laughs> um, who's trying to bring something that didn't exist to life. Yeah. You know. So again, it's like everybody else has these evolutions, um, but Vi to me is just more of the same. It's more amped up. Yeah. Also, Jace is also fighting a war against children. What? <laughs> he murdered that child. Oh yeah. <laughs> he totally murdered that kid. But, like, he was, again, like Victor, he was like, oh, God, this has gone too far. Right. No, but... Well, I think that helped him see the, the risk of the Hextech getting into the hands of, of certain people, right? Yeah. Also, that child is literally the strongest human I've, uh, the strongest human I've ever seen. Why? First, he survives... Um, like a blast mm-hmm. from Jace's super like mega strong hammer. Right. And then he falls like 3,500 feet onto <laughs> the ground and he's still alive for like 2.5 seconds. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. And my, um, my final character, mm-hmm. Jinx. Jinx to me is one of the most interesting and i'm calling her a villain because 
it's kind of hard not to at this point. Yeah. Right? Like, who, I don't know if, I don't think, in the game, from what I've read, she she's a villain. She's like a terrorist. Yeah, she's a villain. Yeah. One of the best villain stories that I have ever witnessed. And it's like something that has nothing to do with DC, Marvel, or any other uh, world that, it, that that I am used to associating with heroes and villains. Yeah, like if I could, if I if like Jinx is basically like if the Joker mm-hmm. and Harley Quinn were turned into one character, and then that character had a baby with like Jack the Ripper. I don't know. Wow, it's quite the story there. Uh, but no, seriously, I mean she. Um, she is, I think one of the coolest things is that we get to, again, see that evolution. We see her as a little girl. We see her being disturbed already as a little girl. Mm-hmm. You know, we see the beginnings of mental health issues. Because she clearly has mental health issues. <laughs> but we see a point at which uh, things going slightly different could have resulted in her turning out very different. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes to her mental health issues. But instead, the circumstances and the way everything played out made it so that her mental health amplifies, you know, in a negative way. And she ended up being this very, very volatile and destructive individual. Um, the relationship between her and Silco. Mm-hmm. I, I love that dynamic, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like... You want to almost pat the guy on the shoulder for doing a good job of, like, raising her. But then you're like, no, no, wait. What am I thinking here? (laughs) Like, he did a terrible job of raising her. He raised her as a criminal, basically. But at the same time, he's the only one that's shown her love. Unconditional Mm -hmm. love. Right? And there is literally nothing that she could do or did that can make make him turn against her. Mm-hmm. She ended up killing him, basically. She like shot like forty five bullet holes through his chest. And even then, his last words were like, "You're perfect as you are." Mm-hmm. You know, like you can never make me not love you. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, so it's like even within the 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 underworld, even within this world of criminals, there's this loyalty and this love from Soko to her. Mm-hmm. Where he legitimately adopted her, adopted her as a daughter. Yeah. And you see this moment when, at the end of episode three, when Vander's laying there and Silco walks up and finds Powder. Mm-hmm. She should have tackled him. Oh, Jesus. She did. And she threw herself at him. Mm-hmm. And there's this little moment you see when he looks at Vander mm-hmm. and then looks back at her and he realizes, like... I got to take over from my brother. Yeah. You know? Like, that's what I got from it. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. There's this weird loyalty, even though, you know, he had to do with his death. Yeah. There's this weird loyalty between Silco and Vander, you know? Mm-hmm. It reminds me a lot of, like, Magneto and Doctor and Professor Xavier. Yeah. You know, where yeah. there's, like, bitter rivals, but brothers somehow. But, like, they're, like, yeah. Like, they're, they're bitter rivals, but, like... They can like play a chess game. Yeah, it's yeah. Like it's very like much that. like that. It's very much like Professor X and Magneto. Um, all right. No, seriously, I can't say enough about Jinx, man. The way that they depict her, the whisper in the mind, mm-hmm. which is how I'm officially going to call it, thanks to the enemy song. <laughs> the way they depict that. Oh my god, it is so freaking good, man. All right, any other characters we want to mention before we move on from characters? Um, Just some honorable mentions, you yeah. know. I have um, Vi, Vander, mm-hmm. um, everyone. Yeah. I, 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 I don't dislike any characters. I don't either. Like, I honest. like every character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I can say exactly the same. I mean, uh, let me see. Mel. 
I had all these suspicions about Mel. Yeah. You were <laughs> like, oh, time. she's using Jace. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she knows how to work men, you know? Because mm-hmm. she, she was like, she gave a, that, that gift to that counselor member and then mm-hmm. right before her vote and then got him to basically feel like he owed her to vote in favor yeah. of her thing. Um, so, yeah, <clears throat> there's this like, she is. She's very cunning. She's very smart. But she didn't have cruel, bad intentions in the end. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought that was really cool the way that she supported Jace, you know, in his unconventional approach to to, to creating Hextech. Yeah. Um, again, I already talked about Jace. I appreciate the heck out of him. To me, he's like the Elon Musk type of character. Yeah. Um, but with more abs and, you know, <laughs> nicer. Um, then uh, uh, Heimerdinger to me is interesting because he's like the Yoda character, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Also, it's really cool how Heimerdinger and Echo were yeah. like chilling, like making some new tech or something. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. Also, why did Heimerdinger get fired out of the council? I forgot. Jace. Jace made a, mo- a movement. He put up a vote on the table to force him to retire. Oh, why? Because he was the only one who was opposed to um, weaponizing Hextech. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of crazy. Uh, That's one less point of respect I have for you. Let We have to mention, you know, may she rest in peace, <laughs> the assistant for Jason Victor. Yeah. Who got um, absolutely murdered okay. by Victor. Viciously murdered. You know, murdered I'm just going to leave. By Victor. Uh but no, that was so sad, man. Mm-hmm. That was like legitimately sad. The fact that this girl had a crush on Victor. Victor could be couldn't be like more oblivious. Yeah, like in I I like I I feel like if she didn't die, mm-hmm. I feel like Victor might have actually like taken her up on like like maybe going out with her or something. But did he even notice her interest? I don't think his mind was there at all. Like, Victor was so preoccupied with probably with finding the cure for himself, mm-hmm. but also, like, achieving whatever it is that they were trying to achieve, that he, he they, like, it didn't even enter into his conscious mind to entertain a love with anybody. Mm-hmm. So it made the story even more sad because she was, like, completely unnoticed and un- unrecognized by him. And then he ends up accidentally killing her. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, may she rest in peace. And then we can't forget um, Matt Scientist, dude. Help me out here. Singed. Singed. That guy is pretty instrumental. <laughs> he is basically like... Um, he's the guy who's experimenting with... What's a pr- pink substance again? Shimmer. Shimmer. He's the one that's basically taking shimmer and like actually experimenting with it on a scientific basis. Mm-hmm. He's responsible for the jinx that we see towards the end of the show. Yeah, like... Completely unhinged jinx. And he might be the one who introduces Warwick in the next season. Yeah, yeah, that part's really cool. Apparently Warwick, um, people who are fans of the show, they've caught different hints pointing towards the the idea that uh, Vander might be brought back to life. And we see this body hanging already, kind of hairy, hanging uh, towards the end of the show. With, like, long claws and stuff. yeah. Um, so that's pretty interesting. I would love that. It seems like a cool thing. Uh, Vander was already called the Hound of... What is it? No, he he wasn't called that. That's... Yeah. Oh, that's him? I thought Vander. that was Warwick that is called that. No, no. Vander oh. was known as the Hound of... What is it again? Hound of the Undercity. Hound of the Undercity. There you go. Yeah, that's one of the big clues that, that, that game fans are pointing to. Mm. Um, anyway, so yeah, that guy's pretty pretty cool. You showed me what he looks like in the game. Victor? Oh, no, it was Victor that you showed me. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Victor like, wow, has a com- it glow up time. <laughs> For real, man. He looks so cool. Um Weapons. Let's talk about that for a sec. Weapons, I gotta say, um, I don't know, the rifles just look cool. The way that they fold back, it's pretty epic. Oh my god, that is so cool, man. So cool. Um, I love that. The thing is, like, they kind of look like, it's like a shotgun mixed with a rifle. Yeah. It, like, it, 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 it's kind of like a long range shotgun. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, Jinx's pew pew gun, pow pow gun. (laughs) Pretty. And her little and her little ex- her, explosives. Yeah. That's another thing, right? Like it's so cool that throughout the for all the the first three episodes, 
they're in like this primitive stage, yeah. like the Mark One of her little explosives. And then by the time you get to like later on in the series, she's they're literally super like, dangerous. No, like but by the time they get to the end of the series, she's literally like taking off the pin, yeah, on like grenades, mm-hmm. and then just like putting them in her mouth, <laughs> and then like throwing them off the thing, like right down there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like her weapons. So cool, and the, the fact the fact that she incorporates like her art into yeah. them. Yeah. It's pretty neat. The um, knuckle duster things. What are those? Oh yeah, the big fist things. Yeah, the Vander yeah. had, and also that um, oh I just got like a Texan accent. I was like that Vander had. Vander, <laughs> that that guy Vander. That Vander had. Yeah. And those are really cool, and that Vi used. Yeah, I feel like they look a little exaggerated, but whatever. Yeah, but who cares? It's not really my thing. The hammer, Jace's hammer, is also not my thing, but I got to give it, bro. That thing is freaking dope. It can even murder children. It murders children. It's really good at murdering children. Even better than Victor is at murdering uh, potential girlfriends. But let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Uh, uh, What other weapons do we have? Let's see. Uh, Echo has some kind of staff thing, but their gliders are really cool. Yeah, they have like Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Those things are fast, though. They are. Oh my god, they're so quick. What are the weapons uh, that we see? Um. Oh, this chick. I forget her name, but um, the the, the, the bad arm. chick, the arm. Yo, that thing is epic, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Winter can, Soldier can, ain't got nothing on her. <laughs> she can literally <laughs> pump Shimmer into her arm yeah. to get like super. Strong. Oh, so freaking cool, man. Yo, those fight scenes between her and Vi were some of my favorite fight scenes in animation ever. Yeah, you kept on replaying that one scene. Oh, and even when you weren't here, I replayed it again when I kept watching oh, to like finish Jesus the series. God. Yep, I replayed that entire thing again. It was so freaking good, man. Um, oh, Shimmer and Hextech. That is a really interesting yin-yang that's happening. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like like it seems like the future you, is yeah. a mix of those two. You have like potions and like vials mm-hmm. of like weird liquid and like science. And yeah. then you, on the other hand, you have like technology and Technology magic. based on magic. That's really cool. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of um, uh, what Thor tells Jane Foster in Thor 1. Mm-hmm. When she asks, like, when he's talking about magic, and she's like, oh, magic is real in your in your world. And, uh, or she says something like, I believe in science or whatever. And he's like, well, in my world, they're, they're one and the same. Magic mm. and technology and science. Oh, yeah. I yeah. actually re- vaguely remember that. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, that's that concept mm-hmm. that magic is just technology that hasn't yet been yeah harnessed or discovered i think that, that's pretty cool you know like may the 4th just passed yeah um i think that progress day should also become a holiday <laughs> like just like may the 4th like a fan right. holiday like that's oh called i got progress you day. yeah yeah anyway so yeah the whole that whole yin yang thing that shimmer and hexec have going on to me is really really interesting i like the combination what characters have combined them so I think, hasn't there been already one that no. has combined them? Are you sure? Hextech and Shimmer? No. Huh. I thought there was someone who had combined them. Um, but that's going to be cool. Like, when, when somebody does combine those two. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Victor. Victor combined them. Shimmer? Yes. And Hextech? Yeah. Remember, Hextech was, like, the thing that they were trying to get to heal him. Mm-hmm. And then he had to go to Singe. To singed, is that singed. his name? Singed. singed. He had to go to him, and singed was the one that told him that, that helped him discover that Shimmer could provide the the perfect counterbalance to let Hextech actually heal him. But he survived. He for him to survive it, mm. like he could only survive the healing from Hextech if he had Shimmer in him. That's why he injects it into oh. himself. So technically, Victor is the first one to combine. I knew there was somebody, but I couldn't put my finger on it. It's him. Yo, I feel like Jinx is going to mm-hmm. make one of those bombs. You know, like the bombs that she has? Yeah. You know, uh, in episode three, like she put the um, the arcane little Hextech crystal into her one of her bombs. Yeah. And that's what blew up the warehouse. Right. I feel like maybe she's going to make a bomb. She's going to pour Shimmer inside of it. <laughs> 
and then put some of the Hextech crystals inside. Oh, that'd be wild. And then, like, a huge explosion. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'd like to see that. Um, okay, uh, let's talk about the animation quality. Yeah. You, it's good. you keep on mentioning it's that it's like 3D animation with 2D, 2D elements yeah. layered over it. Like, for example, um, the. Uh, Vi's gauntlet yeah. in the big fight scene with her and Jace at uh-huh. the uh, shimmer making factory. Yeah. Um. When when her gauntlet like ejects uh, steam. Yeah. Th- that's two D effects. Oh, okay. So like they're they're like using two D effects like layered over and like coming out of three D things. Gotcha, gotcha. And the animation style actually does resemble a little bit the. Um... What is this game making company? The one that makes like the tell, Telltale? Telltale, yeah. yeah. Uh, it it, it kind of resembles that, like the texture. Of course, the movement is you know <laughs> nothing to compare. But um, but yeah, I just I love that entire style, man. There's something like grungy, uh, steampunky about it. It mm-hmm. just it's so freaking cool. Um, music. I mean, do we need to <laughs> talk more about music? Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> I wake up to the sounds of the silence that allows for my mind to run around with my ear up to the ground. Uh-huh. And also, Welcome to the Playground, my favorite two songs from yeah. this show. Oh, man. What a great song, that song, Enemy, man. And that pairing of J.I.D. with uh, with Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. works. Okay, I'm hoping that somebody pray for me. I'm praying that somebody hope for me. I'm staying one of I'm staying one of what he's supposed to be. One of the one of my favorite surprises of the show was when that song actually started, not in the credits, but when well, it started the, playing in yeah. the episode Everybody Wants to Be My mm-hmm. Enemy. I wasn't expecting that. And I'm so glad you didn't like spoil that. Yeah. And when it happened and it incorporated into like the whole thing and Imagine Dragons was there, mm-hmm. I was like, what is happening? That one I replayed so many times. Oh my <laughs> God, so good. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. That song is just, sometimes it's difficult to explain why a song goes so well with a movie or show yeah and this is one of those scenarios like there you can't explain it but the chemistry is like just it, it, there it just does it just does man it does and we put that God, on a t-shirt good. someone write that down write that down <laughs> for real uh so yeah that's that's really really cool um what expectations do you have what do you hope to see where do you hope this thing goes in in the future in season two um, I hope it goes outside of Pilto Rinzon. That'd be cool, right? Because, like, cause like, this whole thing, honestly, if I could explain it in one word, it would be, like, Civil War. Right. But I, I think there's still a lot of story to tell in Pilto Rinzon. I, I guess. There has to be, man, because the the way that it ended with, um, with Jinx shooting a massive missile into the council chamber, <laughs> like, that's an act of war right there. That's not even an act of terrorism. It's not even, you know, no, that's an act of war. So I would imagine that the next thing that's going to happen is that if Jace and hopefully Mel survive this thing, mm-hmm. right? We're, we were kind of talking about this off the air that most likely the rest of the council is not going to survive. Yeah, it. like they're not really that important. Not only that, but do they have the ability of surviving? No. Well, one of them is a robot. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But um, killing off the entire council, act of war. If the council is completely killed, I stayed wondering, what does this mean for Jace? Mm-hmm. Because Jace... Is he going to be like the king? Exactly. Exactly that. Like if he is the last surviving member, especially if Mel dies... Are we going to have a shave Palpatine scenario where he's going to be like, okay, I'm reorganizing this junk into the first galactic empire. <laughs> you know? I don't think he would do that. He, I don't, I don't know, He's man. not that kind of person. He's not that kind of person until someone almost kills him. That's a big deal, bro. But like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they would just can't change a whole character's personality. Really? Oh, did you wait. pay attention to Jinx, oh, or did oh, that oh, one just fly oh, right oh, by God, of you? God, Jesus yeah. Christ. No. Uh, wow, that was like akin to my comment <laughs> of uh, multiverse of madness stayed in Doctor Strange's world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I don't know, man. Uh, that that's kind of where I'm heading towards, headed towards in my mind. And but you even got if- even if Mel survives, I don't know if Mel would be opposed to this because remember, her mom is like aching for a fight. Mm-hmm. So if her if if she's like. Let's go get revenge. Yeah. And uh, and Jace is about, let's go get revenge. Mama's going to be like, oh, I'll lend you guys my whole army. Let's go. I feel like, but in the games, Jace isn't a villain. He's a hero. Well, remember, this is a story arc. So it could be that he makes mistakes that he later on regrets. And to be a hero doesn't mean that he has to be in good standing with society. Yeah, but have you ever thought about the fact? What? That you're whack. I haven't. I have thought about the fact that Victor's a murderer, though. I have thought about the fact that I'm done with this recording. <laughs> uh, any, any, anything else? What else are you waiting for? What else do you hope to see from the series? You um, haven't really said much. More, more champions? Oh, you know what I'm curious about? What? Um, Heimerdinger and Echo. What's going to happen there? Yeah, I already mentioned that. Did you? Yes. No, but I'm not talking about making weapons. That's not what, what if, I said. What did you say? I was saying, like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, are they going to become besties? Oh, come on. Let's draw it out a little bit more. <laughs> Think about this. Heimerdinger's a genius, right? Mm-hmm. And Echo has been able to create this, like, organic park thing with this beautiful tree and flowers yeah. and stuff in the underground. Mm-hmm. What if they work together to, like, heal and beautify the underground from the bottom up? Hmm. I feel like Heimerdinger cr- coming across Echo is the best possible opportunity that he has heimerdinger mm-hmm. to make an impact and to change because you remember when he went and he got all cloaked up mm-hmm. and he was like observing the underworld yeah and he realized how difficult that place is and how difficult it would be to like influence it yeah you know but now that he has like the protector of the underworld um as an ally i'm curious to see what happens because like <laughs> if you infuse technology from the bottom up hmm you're saying underworld. It's basically an underworld. What do you want me to do? Yeah. I want Echo to become... Undercity is what it Under is. Undercity, yeah. Undercity, yeah. I want Echo to um, become the owner of the last drop. I want Echo to become the city, the, the mayor of Zahn. I don't think... I don't think... Um, I don't think Zahn is civilized enough to have a mayor. It's not, but exactly my point. Think about it. The closest thing that I had to a mayor... After Vander was Silco. Mm-hmm. And all Silco did was contaminate the place even more. Mm-hmm. Right? Who better to run that city than the only person who's been trying to, like, save and protect the integrity of the city? That That's not really what Echo was doing. I feel like you're misunderstanding his character. What, what was he doing? He was trying to stop all Shimmer products from being made and just trying to stop Silco. That's him trying to clean the city. Exactly my point. That, that's one way of looking at it. Look, that dude legitimately has an attachment to that city. He Again, he is part of that city. Like, he grew up from it, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's only a few steps away for him to say, I'll take on the leadership. The, I mean, the, yeah. The legacy of Vander. But what we've seen so far in the show... Mm-hmm. Is that if you own the last drop, you're basically you in city. charge of the undercity. <laughs> yes. you're, you're, you're actually right there. You're actually right. Yeah, that's true. Um, you said you wanted to see more heroes, more yeah. champions. Me too. Yeah. I want to see in the second season or maybe, yeah, I want to see in the second season um, Victor in his full uh, form. Yeah. Fine oh, form. man. That'd be so cool. Uh, I think I would love to see season two stay within Piltover and Zon. No. Bring that to a conclusion and then have season three open up the the whole world of Terra. No. Victor's a murderer. And with that, we're going to go ahead and conclude this episode on Arcane. Any last words? You're whack. I know. Tell me something I don't know. (laughs) 
Thank you all for joining us for this review of Arcane. Again, maybe late, but better late than never. Uh, if you're like me and you waited way too long to get into this series, do yourself a favor, go and watch Arcane. Happy binging, my friends. Remember, if you want to find out about us, your beloved hosts, or more about the podcast, how to subscribe, want to check out our latest videos, go over to geekology101.com. There you can learn all about us. Shoot us a message by going down to the form all the way at the bottom of the homepage, or... If you prefer more traditional means, you can hit us up at g101podcast at gmail.com. To support the show, you can go over to audibletrial.com slash G101, and there you'll be able to get yourself your first audiobook for free on us. That's audibletrial.com slash G101. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode. Wanted for murder, Victor. I'm leaving. Filter from Piltor. Then neutralize. Game over.